AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com. For program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. Good afternoon. Welcome to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is the show where the conspiracy is the news, meaning, of course, uh, some of the most important things that are out there just don't get reported, and that's just the way the world works, isn't it? And uh, so that's what we talk about on this show. Uh, not only look at the news cycle uh, in sort of a different way, meaning uh, we don't try and politicize everything like the assholes that are out there. You know who they are, the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, Fox News, etc. Those guys, right? So on and so forth. And uh, the New York Post, you can add to the list. All those guys, right, that are very partisan reporting and leave out details and all the rest of the stuff, right? have the very, uh, well, whatever. You know what I'm talking about, and that's that. And it annoys me. It, it's always annoyed me, and it's uh, in the last six years, the, the propaganda has intensified, and here we are with me doing my own news show because screw off, you media that can't get shit right. And that's it. That's what this show's about. And uh, it started actually with a, another show we do called Troubled Minds Radio, which happens on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific now. And uh, we used to do a new segment on there and just got larger and larger and larger and larger until we uh, just peeled it off and made our own news show. So here we are. News show. What's going on, guys? I see everybody out there. How are you in the chat? And that's what we're doing. We're just talking about the news. So, And also, by the way, as part of the transparency process, if you guys like to uh, follow up on my uh, links that I use, follow up on my sources, well, you can see uh, directly. I link them directly in the chat. And also, you can follow up on the uh, podcast feed and also on YouTube when this ends up there as well. I have all the links and you can do all the things and make sure that uh, you keep me honest. I'm not uh, to make sure I'm not making things up. Right. Because, well, I'm not. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'll squeak my opinion in here and there, but I'm not making things up 
full on, uh, like the fake news media. So anyway, uh, that's what the show's about. Uh, like I said, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Come say hi on the Discord. Lots of smart people you can meet over there and hang out with, and you know who they are. You hear them calling from time to time. Most of these people are in the chat uh, hanging out and having a good time as we talk about. That's right. The conspiracy. Oops, that is the news. All right, so let's do it. Uh, here's a wild one. Um, you'll never believe this. Uh, now, unfortunately, I couldn't find any additional details past the headline here. I was trying to see where this information came from. But new scientist, unfortunately, is all paywall all the time. And But anyway, let's go to newscientist.com, at least for the, the pre-paywall bit. And this is the headline. Enigmatic Planet Nine may have been seen by telescope in the 1980s. What the hell? Uh, there is an ongoing debate about whether a huge super Earth lurks in the far reaches of our solar system, but we may actually have observed it almost 40 years ago, right? And here you go. This is all we get before it uh, drops into a paywall. Uh, evidence for a massive planet in the outer solar system has been found, which may be the elusive Planet Nine that astronomers have long sought. Planet Nine is a hypothesized world orbiting far beyond Neptune in our solar system's outer reaches. The gravitational clustering of some objects in that solar system suggests the presence of such a world, a super-Earth at least five times as massive as our planet, but no concrete evidence for it. Boom. Continue reading. Subscribe now for unlimited access. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, no, I, d I do not pay for New Scientist because, well, uh, you can find most of this stuff other places. But, yeah, this is wild. Uh, considering if this is true, then, right, uh, wow. Um, I, I did look uh, to see if there was another source here with some more information. But, you know, I mean, this is pretty Bush League to do it this way. I mean, if they don't, like, link to a paper or maybe, uh, like, like, a you know, an actual... Um, uh, you know, like maybe a, a star chart or so, something for crying out loud, some photographs of the, uh, what this may have been. I don't know. Like it, it, it pisses me off that they don't have like a link here that you can follow to, to wherever it happened. Right. So they have just some, some goofy stuff here that is not exactly, um, you know, uh, it's, you, can't, you can't trace down the source here. Um, but uh, interestingly, if this is true, if this is true, then uh, yeah, Nibiru is real. And uh, they claim to have seen it uh, uh, back in the 80s by telescope. So uh, interesting that this may be a thing. Uh, we'll keep an eye on this as it develops. But what in the world, right? Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, James has it right. But it's on the internet. So it must be true. It, well, so we're going to just assume it's true. And there we go. So now we know. Uh, so I did find this other one uh, that... Uh, I, I searched um, uh, Planet X, Planet Nine, Nibiru, 40 years, right? 40 years ago. Uh, and I didn't get anything here uh, other than this nice little uh, on uh, krschannel.com about Nibiru. Some of the facts and stuff, which is pretty cool, of course, right? According to historians, Tiamat, a planet which had lain between Mars and Jupiter around 510 million years ago, was a victim of Planet X. As Tiamat collided with one of the moons of Nibiru, it crashed, broke into in half, and as one, one half became the asteroid belt, the other Phobos, Mars's moon, while the other half is our home planet Earth. 
Out of destruction comes life, a quote from the Hindu ancient text Bhagavad Gita. I don't know how to say that. that the strange, this strange planet known, as, uh, known to be 20 times bigger than Jupiter with a burning moon, which acts like Nibiru's personal sun. Now we're talking about the planet uh, Tiamat, Tiamat, okay? Uh, which, of course, uh, did some sort of um, cataclysm way back in the early solar system. And uh, again, 500 million years ago, 750 million years ago, somewhere in that range. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so, th- so this right here is the closest thing I could find, and I don't know if this is accurate, right? So they have an actual. I thought this was the the uh, the thing here, right? But maybe, maybe not. This doesn't look like it's from the '80s, but there's a uh, you know th- these guys claim that there's an actual photograph here of what Nibiru was, and you know as they spotted it, maybe heading out to orbit. Um, so that does that mean we had a close pass? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Again, like I said, I I dug a little bit to find anything here, but I, I kind of couldn't. So uh, again, are they uh, are they covering this? Is this just clickbait? I, I can't tell you. It, it pisses me off that they don't have an actual, um, you know, uh, 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 source to this. But here we are, right? This is this is the fake news world we live in. Where is it so hard to just source everything you do? No, it's not. It's really not. So there you go. Anyway, so that's what we're looking at here. And uh, if this is true, well, it kind of changes a lot of things, doesn't it? And, you know, instead of uh, this Nibiru being um, a, a hypothesis, it is a real thing. And, uh, yeah, so they're saying, again, like I said, I can't vouch for the clickbait or not clickbait here, uh, whether it's fake news or real. But headline is this from New Scientist, Enigmatic Planet 9 may have been seen by telescope in the 1980s. So there it is. There it is. So, well, you tell me. Do you believe this or do you not believe this? Do you think it's a bunch of BS? I don't even know what to tell you. Other than this is kind of exciting. If they actually have photographs of this thing and can maybe start backwards imaging it and doing the math and figuring out how big and all kinds of stuff, right? Maybe find out uh, from its uh, possible trajectory and orbit, they can uh, maybe pinpoint it and find it now. So uh, wouldn't that be amazing if the James Webb telescope goes up and one of the first things they do is point it out to where Nibiru should be and boom, there it is. That would be pretty sick. So anyway, uh, that's what's going on here. I, like I said, I cannot vouch for the authenticity of this, but I, um, I was kind of excited when I saw the headline. I was like, damn, we saw this thing. But well, uh, here we are. They're wondering, <laughs> wondering if clickbait is real or not. Yeah, clickbait gonna clickbait. But anyway, there you go. Oh, uh, here's the uh, the article if you want to read it. My bad. And um, as always, if you have comments on this or want to be part of the discussion, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link and uh, we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. All right, uh, let's go. Let's continue, shall we? Uh, speaking of space, uh, you guys know I love to keep my eyes to the sky. Uh, here we go. We have this space.com reports. This is the hot news over the weekend. Did Russia just launch an anti-satellite test that created a cloud of space junk? Yeah. You know what that means? Yeah. It means that they blew up a satellite in space. That's what it means as a test. And so, of course, what happened? Yeah. Uh, an explosion in space. And so there's more garbage out there. Fantastic, right? Anyway, astronauts on the space station had had to seek shelter from a debris cloud, but the source is unclear. Oh, I see. Here we go. 
Editor's note, the U.S. Department of State spokesperson Ned Price confirmed in a press briefing November 15th that Russia did conduct an ASAT test, and the test has so far generated over 1,500 pieces of trackable orbitable orbital debris orbitable see what i did there and hundreds of thousands of pieces of smaller orbital debris that now threaten the interests of all nations perfect right this is fantastic this is exactly where we need to be in uh in the wonderful world we live in let's just uh blow shit up in space and like clog up the uh the the, the airwaves for everybody that, that's fun right that's super fun so yeah that, that's uh that's what we're doing right to, to actually make sure that uh something blows up in space well you have to blow it up in space right that's that's the test and so this just happened and so now we have this here we go there's a debris field in earth's orbit currently causing astronauts on the is to seek refuge. Uh, reports are suggesting that this debris could be from a Russian anti-satellite test. Quote, U.S. Space Command is aware of a debris-generating event in outer space, U.S. Space Command told Space.com in an emailed statement. This debris with the International Space Station passes through every 90 minutes, has caused the station's seven onboard astronauts to take temporary refuge in their Soyuz and Dragon crew capsules. Russia's space agency Roscosmos has confirmed the debris interaction to space.com. NASA has yet uh, has not yet commented on the situation. Uh, and so this is, yeah, this is uh, once again the world we live in, right? And it's uh, it's unfortunate that this is what we're this this is this is humanity, right? This is this is what brings us to the next level of oh, I don't know, a space wars, right? Uh, so I don't know. It, it pisses me off quite a bit because that's just the way this works. Uh, and I, I, why? I mean, why? Right? Like, oh, because well, you know, because we got to be prepared for World War Three. That we make sure the other guys are you know mutually destroyed. Get out of here. Like, whatever. It's the dumbest thing ever, but it is what it is, and people are going to people, and here we are. So, yeah, uh, this really happened. This has been being reported on today like crazy because it just happened over the weekend, and, yeah, so uh, what do you guys think? 702-957-1037. And, of course, let's see. Let's do one more. Oh, uh, here we go. Actually, this is from Jim Shudo. He's a, this is a tweet from, uh, he's a, he's a CNN dude, you know, those love those CNN guys. Uh, and he says this uh, on a tweet breaking us space command is aware of a debris generating event in outer space. We are actively working to characterize the debris field and will continue to ensure all space faring nations have the information necessary to maneuver satellites. If impacted, uh, says us space command and Jim Shudo, of course, uh, takes, a uh, you know, to, takes every opportunity to plug his stuff so he tweets his cnn gets an inside look at space force from uh several months ago so anyway uh there you go uh so this is a real thing and it's actually happening and uh yeah it's it's unfortunate but like i said here we are people are gonna people and that's that so all right so what we're gonna do is we're, we're going to get a word from our sponsor of course which is you and we'll be right back don't go anywhere let's see which button do i press how about this one are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Okay. All right. Easy as that. All right. Let's uh, let's go to uh, let's keep on trucking, shall we? Uh, more more news. Let's go to yeah. There you go. Just in case uh, you were wondering if the uh, political uh, go after your political opponents like a banana republic was still in effect. Yes, it is indeed. Uh, uh, this is from Yahoo News. Uh, Bannon defiant as he surrenders to FBI. Quote. We're taking down the Biden regime. All right. Well, <laughs> well, uh, just so you know, I am absolutely no fan of Steve Bannon. I think he's the, an epic douchebag of colossal proportions. However, however, uh, is it really fair and necessary to really go after political opponents afterward, like witch hunts, real witch hunts. This is ridiculous. Anyway, Steve Bannon, a former top advisor to President Trump, surrendered to the FBI on Monday on two criminal contempt charges, which uh, let's say that were uh, leveled against him for refusing to cooperate with the select committee probing the January 6th Capitol riot. On Monday morning, Bannon pulled up uh, to the FBI Washington, D.C. branch, greeting dozens of members of the press looking for comment. Quote, we're taking down the Biden regime, he said. Said before walking inside, Bannon was charged with two counts of contempt after he failed to comply with a subpoena to appear for a deposition and submit requested documents related to the events preceding the mob storming of the Capitol. Yeah. All right. Have fun storming the Capitol. All right. Anyway, let's see. Uh, both counts carry a minimum sentence of 30 days and a maximum of one year in jail. The Department of Justice confirmed the money development comes after Bannon was indicted by grand jury for contempt of Congress last week. Before he turned himself in Monday, Bannon went on air for an episode of his podcast, War Room, imploring followers to continue the fight against the Biden administration. Quote, I don't want anybody to take their eye off the ball from what we do every day. OK, he said, I want you guys to stay focused on message. All right. Okay. Anyway, like I said, uh, I I think Bannon's a d bag and whatever. Uh, but 
interesting that uh, they're going to keep doing this. They're going to keep going after political opponents and trying to put them in jail and all the rest of this stuff. And it's uh, it's unfortunate that uh, once again, people are going to people, right? And this is the world we live in. So there's your there's your news and politics, right? So not only remember that they they kicked in uh, the doors of uh, what's his name, uh, the the Project Veritas guy, James O'Keefe, and now now this type of thing, right? So they haven't charged anybody for contempt of Congress in uh, nearly 40 years or over 40 years, something like this. But they decided, well, uh, Steve Bannon is just that special D-bag, so they're going to do it just for him. Um, But uh, the unfortunate thing here is, like I said, going after political opponents after elections. That's the the stuff we're told is not what makes a democracy, right? You're supposed to just let it be. But, well, no, not in this case. Uh, They're using this uh, January 6th as a, um, you know, like, uh, 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 I don't know, A way to label people as terrorists. You know the deal. Terrorists. We've been talking about this for quite some time. So anyway, there it is. Uh, Whatever. Go to jail, Bannon. Whatever. Uh, Be less of a D-bag, too, while you're at it, please. Anyway, let's keep on trucking. This is from... Fizz.org. Uh, yeah, this is from uh, What's Up 40s if you're out there. He dropped this in the uh, the Discord uh, last week, and I missed it because I'm, I'm a knucklehead. But, uh, yeah, a fungus that uses chemicals to trick male flies into mating with infected dead females. All right. Well... <laughs> How could this go wrong? Let's file this under how could this go wrong? A combined team of researchers from the University of Copenhagen and the Swedish University of Agricultural Sciences reports that a certain fungus uses chemicals to trick male flies into mating with infected dead females. They have written a paper describing their findings and have posted it on the BioXIV preprint server. Uh, prior research has shown that some types of fungus can give insect victims what has become known as summit disease, in which a victim's nervous system is infected and the unwilling creature begins climbing to the highest vantage point possible. Once there, the wings are spread wide and the victim begins spewing spores. In this new effort, researchers have found a fungus that takes summit disease one step further by having its female victims also emit chemicals that sexually attract males. Um, if in case you weren't grossed out, well, now you should be. Uh, in studying the fungus, oh boy, how do I say this? Uh, into... I'm not even going to try. Uh, the fungus this has this weird long name. The researchers found that it was incapable of infecting other insects, primarily houseflies, with summit disease. Airborne spores land on a female victim and penetrate her skin. Soon they invade her entire body, including her nervous system and brain. Chemicals produced by the spores incite the female to begin climbing until she reaches the highest possible point, such as a leaf on a tree. Then she opens her wings and dies. Doesn't that sound uh, very Walking Dead-ish horrific? Uh, Meanwhile, the fungus covers her body with little spore-filled cannons. At some point, a male happens by, and when he touches her body, the cannons fire, filling the air with spores ready to infect others in the vicinity. Uh, In their lab, researchers captured a host of infected and non-infected flies. Males were given a choice of mating with either an infected or non-infected female, and more often than not, chose the one that was infected. This suggested that the fungus was doing something to make the infected female more attractive to the male, even though she was dead. Hubba hubba. Um, yeah, 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 right. And Jay's got it right. That's just wrong. Yeah. Um, so uh, weird, right? This is uh, this is one of those super bizarre, triple weird things that uh, exactly. Now, why exactly? What would make them want to do this, right? Uh, making the weird and necrophilia for flies. Uh, I don't know. 
Anyway, in any case, this is, uh, once again, welcome to the world we live in. <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we at time-wise? I think we're okay. We're good. Looks good. All right. So what do you guys think about this? If you want to be part of the show, you know the drill. Uh, as part of the transparency process, uh, we'd like to uh, uh, include you. If you want to be part of it, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org. And uh, get you get your here on the show. And uh, click the Discord link and come say hi. Come meet lots of nice folks uh, over on on the discord but yeah this is pretty sick right pretty sick the the fungus that uses chemicals to trick male flies into mating with infected dead females hmm yeah i don't yeah uh like i said imagine some sort of walking dead uh fungus that did this to people right like imagine how horrific this would be if this was people right yeah uh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah cool what's up guys uh let's see um Exactly, right? Derek's got it right. I wonder what funguses are making us do stuff. <laughs> Dead fly porn, says Robert, exactly. Uh, and, and Robert says this. Now, for what purpose would those scientists do that? Ah, exactly, exactly. Uh, James says, mushrooms rule the world, which means they must be working with cats. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. But there you go. All right. So that's this is pretty, pretty uh, nasty, horrific. And, well, uh, what would you expect other than more nasty, more horrific. All right, let us continue, shall we? There's more. There's always more. Uh, how about this? Consider this, if you will. Uh, the story of a new charging cable. This is from techradar.com. New EV charging cable can dramatically reduce charging times. All right, here we go. One of the big drawbacks of electric cars is the time they take to top up, but a joint project between Purdue University and Ford Motor Company has made a breakthrough to address this. Major corporations have long partnered with the brightest minds in academia to solve complex business problems that have widespread benefits beyond the boardroom. Purdue University and Ford Motor Company have teamed up to solve a problem that could make electric vehicle ownership much easier. Purdue's engineers working at the Ford-funded project have devised a prototype charging cable that can charge an EV battery in five minutes. That's right. Just five minutes, please. Yeah. The, the promise of Purdue's technology is that it can deliver charging times that are far closer to the traditional experience of stopping at a gas station to refill a fuel tank. Today's charging times range wildly because of a few factors, mainly relating to the charging cable and the car battery's power input rating. Currently, cooling systems just aren't up to the task. Even on super fast chargers, EV owners are generally looking at over 30 minutes to fully replenish their battery and isn't that a drag if you got to stop uh, for 30 minutes to, to uh, plug in your car and wait twiddle your thumbs and uh, grab a coffee or something and yeah uh, there you go anyway uh, the new cable can handle a current that is 4.6 times that of the most powerful ev chargers today it's able to deliver that current because of its ability to remove up to 24.22 kilowatts of heat 1.21 Gigawatts. Okay, not quite gigawatts, but anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, it's worth noting that the uh, that the updated charging cable is a major step forward down the path toward faster charging, but it's far from the only step. The prototype charging cable hasn't been tested on an EV yet because there aren't any electric vehicle batteries around capable of the input speeds required. Uh, Purdue says that even with the cable, real-world charging times will depend heavily on the power output ratings of the supply and charging cable, along with the power input rating of the battery. All three must be rated at 25,000 amperes. Um, there you go. So uh, as, as this happens, well, maybe 
Maybe the world is becoming that green society that they've always told us it could be. And, uh, yeah, what does it mean? What does it mean? Uh, what's up? Uh, uh, James says, maybe actually talk to others for 20 minutes. Oh, no, wait. We can't have that. Nope. Robert says, soon millions of electric cars will compete for electricity for homes. Mass rolling blackouts. There it is. Right? Exactly. They they can't even do air conditioners in the summertime. You're right. You're totally right. So, yeah, well, mm. we'll see. I guess we'll see. Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, all right. So... <laughs> Oh, geez. Okay. So, uh, what, what, you guys know the drill. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Night Stalker says there's probably a sperm count electric car joke here, but I'm too tired to think of it. And you're absolutely right. But I'm also too tired to think of it. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. (laughs) We'll, we'll, uh, we'll call this segment, uh, create your own joke. Here's the premise, create your own joke segment. Uh, okay, uh, anyway, so that's the deal. That's what we're doing. And if you want to join the Discord, troubledminds.org, click the Discord link. Okay, so, um, the yeah, uh, fast charging. Does anybody out there actually drive an electric car? I do not. I do not. And uh, speaking of uh, getting me started on cars and taxes, because, well, we shouldn't do that because I'll rage. Uh, there's, a, there's this cool auction going on uh, here in Vegas today, actually. Uh, I've been watching it, and they're selling off old police cruisers from, from, for, like, a county auction. And they're selling, like, uh, 2014, 2015 Ford uh, Interceptors, which are the police version of, like, the... SUV, whatever, uh, and they're going for like around five grand. It's crazy, uh, but right there's your uh, there's your there's your taxes at work, right? They just uh, you know uh, buy up all the stuff and then sell them at uh, you know what what like a third of what they're worth and buy some new stuff. And there you go. Yeah, what's up, uh, James? Micro macro. That's all I can think of. That's all right. That's all right. I can't think of it either. But anyway, uh, Jay out there in New York knows all about them auction auction things that they have because you can get uh, Masonic temples for cheap, apparently. But uh, you can also get cars for cheap. I was looking at it and yeah, interesting. So whatevs. Uh, hopefully it's not an electric car. I do not drive an electric car and I'm not sure I will because don't they track the shit out of them? I'll be that guy driving the old, like, you know, from 1996, whatever, before they, they installed all the tracking stuff on everything. And uh, I'll be that guy, right? But um, hmm, you tell me. You tell me. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that, so not only that, there's a whole bunch of, like, radio equipment and all kinds of that stuff hits tomorrow. So I'm going to be up early tomorrow watching those auctions. It's like a pallet of radio gear for, like, currently the bids at 10 bucks, stuff like this. So, so yeah, I'm not really in the market for a car unless they were super cheap. Then I'd buy two, but, um, they're not that super cheap. 5k is a little, a little on the uh, side, especially for gambling, right? Rolling the dice a little bit. But anyway, uh, if you're into that and looking for that stuff, go check it out. The auctions. Yeah. The, the, if you got County auctions, you can do it. You can do it. I'm all registered, ready to bid. So, Put your bids down. There you go. What's up? 98 Corolla for the win. Exactly right. Exactly right. Government stuff at auctions is usually crap, says Jay. Yeah, especially the police cars, right? Because uh, they, they beat the hell out of them. They drive super fast. They're always chasing people. Those cops, you know, they're supposed supposedly expert drivers, right? But, well, <laughs> we, we've seen them drive. But, yeah, anyway, so uh, there you go. Uh, mostly crap. Anyway, I thought I'd mention it because uh, I do not drive a, an electric car, and I'm not going to anytime soon. So there you go. There's our quick uh, our quick sidelight here. Uh, but uh, in case you do and you're tired of waiting uh, to charge it up, 
Well, now you know. Let's see. There you go. The, the James has it right. That's what we need for my test drive video. Exactly. Maybe it may be a police interceptor. <laughs> that would be fantastic. All right. So uh, as we come to the bottom of the hour here, you guys know what time it is. It's time for a quick break. So this is Troubled Minds News, and I'm your host, Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm Michael Strange. Let's keep on trucking. There are more news articles to go after. Let's look at this. Uh, this is from SciTech Daily. And yep, the moon's top layer has enough oxygen to sustain 8 billion people for 100,000 years. 100,000 years. Right. There you go. So uh, alongside advances in space exploration, we've recently seen much time and money invested into technologies that could allow effective space resource utilization. And at the forefront of these efforts has been a laser sharp focus of finding the best way to produce oxygen on the moon. In October, the Australian Space Agency and NASA signed a deal to send an Australian made rover to the moon under the Artemis program with a goal to collect lunar rocks and that could ultimately provide breathable oxygen on the moon. Although the moon does have an atmosphere, it's very thin and composed mostly of hydrogen neon and argon it's not the sort of gaseous mixture that could sustain oxygen dependent mammals such as humans that said there is actually plenty of oxygen on the moon it just isn't in gaseous form instead it's trapped inside the regolith uh, the layer of rock and fine dust that covers the moon's surface if we could extract oxygen from regolith what uh would it be enough to support human life on the moon? And uh, they're, they're estimating that, yes, ancient astronaut theorists say yes. Uh, oxygen, okay, blah, 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 blah. Let's see, blah, blah. Let's get, let's get to the point. Come on, guys. Don't give us scientific numbers. Give us the point. Let's get to the point. Here we go. It's a pretty straightforward process, but here's its catch. It's very hungry energy. Let's see. Hold on. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Uh, the, the moon's regolith is made up of approximately 45% oxygen, but that oxygen is tightly bound into the minerals mentioned above. In order to break apart those strong bonds, we need to put in energy. You might be familiar with this if you know about electrolysis. On Earth, this process is commonly used in manufacturing, such as to produce aluminum. An electrical current is passed through a liquid form of aluminum oxide, commonly called alumina, not to be confused with I had a joke, I lost it, via electrodes to separate the aluminum from the oxygen. In this case, the oxygen is produced as a byproduct. On the moon, the oxygen would be the main product and the aluminum or other metal extracted would be a potentially useful byproduct. Okay. Extracting regolith from oxygen from the regolith would also require substantial industrial equipment. We need to first convert solid metal oxide into liquid form, either by applying heat or heat combined with solvents or electrolytes. We have the technology to do this on Earth, but moving this apparatus to the moon and generating enough energy to run it will be a mighty challenge. So there you go. Uh, estimated to be 8 billion people for 100,000 years. And um, yeah, I'm not sure... Other than, you know, scientific estimates, if this is a possible thing or I don't know, I have no idea. But uh, let's hope that, uh, well, maybe Elon 
on the way to uh, tomorrow's Makes the Base on the Moon and all the rest of this, because uh, why not, right? Why not? Uh, like uh, like uh, Jennifer posted in the uh, the Discord there about uh, Bezos saying people are going to live on. Actually, let's pull that up. Let's pull up that article, because that's kind of relevant here and funny. Uh, super funny about how uh, and uh, uh, what uh, what Derek said is that uh, yeah it is funny how Musk and Bezos are arguing about what bizarre dystopian future we're going to live in right let's let's pull this up because it's hilarious um, let's see let's see where is it where is it come on yeah yeah active scrolls here it is all right here it is this is pretty good yep from Business Insider of course one of my favorites. Jeff Bezos predicts, ah, damn it. All right, let's uh, undo the ad block. Yeah, yeah, all right. Okay, Jeff Bezos predicts that people will one day be born in space and visit Earth the way you visit, you know, Yellowstone National Park. Yeah, all right, weirdo. This guy's a weirdo, right? Like, we we talk about the uh, dystopian-like sort of um, future where, you know, people people live on, well, where the elites live on space stations and the the rest of us, you know, useless eaters are left on Earth to, to, uh, to, to, you know, in the squalor of whatever is going on down here. And, yeah, well, this this is what he's talking about. Jeff Bezos predicts that people will one day be born in space while living on outer space colonies. He said Wednesday that space colonies made more sense than moving to a new planet. Colonizing Mars is the primary goal of Elon Musk and SpaceX, Bezos' chief space rival. So what is this? Is this uh, another strategy to just clog up the uh, the Earth orbit with uh, a bunch of garbage so you can't even fly out of here anymore? Yeah, that seems like a legit legit thing, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, Bezos discussed uh, space, Blue Origin's plans, and the relationship between space exploration and saving Earth during a conversation Wednesday at the 2021 Ignatius Forum in Washington, D.C. Yeah, well, so anyway, that's uh, that's the way it is. So they say there's going to be uh, enough oxygen on the moon. We just have to be able to process it. Bezos says, no effing way. We're going to be on space stations, and you guys can have your poison water down here. Congratulations. The the actual uh, uh, the plan is coming to fruition. Congratulations, Bezos. Your your Elysium future is in on the way. On the way. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yep. Thanks. You're the best, Bezos. We love you very very much. Yeah. Or jump off a bridge. And I say that, you know, only halfway tongue-in-cheek. All right, let's keep on trucking, shall we? Let's go to this. Let's go to, uh, yeah, New York Times. Alex Jones liable by default in all Sandy Hook defamation suits. Did you guys see this? Yeah, uh, they talked. This has been going on for quite some time. This this litigation with uh, Alex Jones, and you know, clearly he's an amusing dude, but he's also got like a gigantic big mouth. Oh yeah, you're right. That was a total joke, by the way. That Jeff Bezos thing, uh, to, uh, you know, absolute one hundred percent joke. I was just you know trying to make it funny, and it came out weird and sideways, and wasn't funny at all. So just clarifying, it was an actual joke, 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 
joke, joke. Uh, but okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so this this Sandy Hook thing and Alex Jones. Like I said, Alex Jones is he he can be a funny dude, but he's also got a just a gigantic mouth. This guy just just too big for his own good. Sometimes he just knows when needs to know when to shut up. And uh, you know that's coming from me, who's a talk show host, by the way. So I, I you, you know whatever. Here we go. A state court in Connecticut granted a sweeping victory to the families of eight people killed in a 2012 mass shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School in Newtown, Connecticut, suing the far right broadcast and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones and his InfoWars media outlet for defamation. Uh, The judge ruled on Monday that because Mr. Jones refused to turn over documents ordered by the courts, uh, including financial records, he was liable by default. The ruling combines with previous rulings in Texas to grant the families of 10 Sandy Hook shooting victims victories in all defamation lawsuits against Mr. Jones. Lawyers for Mr. Jones said he would appeal. Mr. Jones for years spread bogus theories that the shooting that killed 21st graders and six educators was a government-led plot to confiscate America's firearms and that the victims' families were actors in the scheme. Now, just so you guys know, like I've, I've said this quite often, um, often Often enough, anyway. But this this whole crisis actor stuff, I am not a fan of this. Uh, I think it's um, uh, it's kind of bush league stuff. Like I get it, right? I get it, Illuminati, and you know the I get it. But 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 I also uh, you know it's one of those things where we can't be so numb to what goes on in the world that we we disbelieve the deaths of people right you know i wouldn't put it past the government to fake things like this and maybe not like this this but i mean now we have families who actually lost children and an individual saying that they never nobody died and these are all crisis actors right i mean this is why i don't do this stuff and that's why i don't I think I think it's pretty bush league. I think it's pretty pretty gross. And it's um, if I was one of those families, and uh, you know, my kid got shot or my nephew or something like this, I would be livid with this dude just mouthing off like that. At least you know if you're going to do that, like you gotta you gotta present some irrefutable evidence, like this kid never existed type of thing. You know, like then fine. But I mean, if there's pictures of that kid and then that kid got buried and then right. Come on now, like don't 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 go down this rabbit hole. I implore you, because it only leads to very very dark places, and uh, unfortunately, it's um yeah I, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. And even even Alex Jones has backtracked on these statements because of course he had to because they, they sued his nuts off. So well anyway, uh, that's the point. I don't really know um, other than they're going to appeal this and whatever else. I mean, he's a rich dude, right? Like, I don't know if he's like super rich, but he's definitely wealthy. So uh, can he just pay this off and make it go away? Maybe, maybe not. I I don't know. Like, I don't know the man's finances, of course, but it is interesting that, uh, well, here we are and maybe he'll just pay these, these families off and put this thing to bed. But yeah, but this, this crisis actor stuff, it, it, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I was having a conversation uh, with a, a family member, maybe a couple, three years ago about this crisis actor stuff. And I was like, so explain to me this for you to believe that a shooting like this happened, a bullet has to land on your kid. That's the only way you'll believe it. Cause you think the news media is that fake. And this is what I'm saying about conspiracy theory, guys. Be very careful about going down those types of rabbit holes because I get it. Fake news is fake. And this is a news show. And the reason why we do this show is exactly because fake news is fake. All right. However, there's always a baby in the bathwater and you can't throw it out also. 
okay? And I'm talking about the news, all right? I'm not talking about actual babies and bathwaters, okay? It's a saying. But if you throw it all out and just say that the whole world we live in is completely phony, mm, it leads to some dark places. Like, you have to pay attention to what's going on. And like I said, you can't be that person that thinks that these things don't happen unless the bullet hits your kid because it puts you in a really weird spot. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, just just one man's opinion. But uh, I'm like I said, uh, imagine if this was one of these were your kids and there was this loud mouth jabbering on that you didn't lose your kid, you know. If that doesn't fire you up and piss you off, I'm not sure what would. So yeah, uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, okay, so so the, that's uh, there's Alex Jones. Uh, like I said, I don't know. I don't know what this is going to mean for him other than they probably had a plan for this after all anyway. So, yeah. Uh, And and I think that's the thing, right? So regarding conspiracy theories, just be careful, in my opinion, how 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 you jump into these things and just believe everything. Don't like you got to have a critical mind for everything, for everything. All right. And I mean, for crying out loud, we talk about portals and Lovecrafty and old ones on troubled minds. Right. But right. So I'm willing to go there, but I'm not willing to say that there's crisis actors and these kids never died. That's ridiculous. So you see, you see. So anyway, uh, just uh, just a just a, a word of warning to would be conspiracy theorists. Don't believe everything you hear or everything you read. Uh, consider that even the the let's see, alternative media, as you would call it, the conspiracy theorists, as it were, uh, can be mm, off the rails. I guess that's a good way to put it. Anyway, uh, in other news, uh, this is one that we don't do a lot, but I think you guys need to need to actually, um, speaking of conspiracies and stuff, I think you guys need to see more of this. Um, and this is, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, a blatantly disrespectful. Uh, Kendall Jenner's inappropriate wedding attire sparks backlash. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Let's keep on moving. Oh, boy. Let's go to Reuters instead. Uh, yeah, there's our Kardashian news for the afternoon, and uh, clearly just a joke. Uh, thought a nice palate cleanser after that Alex Jones nastiness, but here we go. Uh, yeah, this is, a, I meant to add this to last uh, last week's news segment, and I didn't, but uh, check this out. This is pretty wild. Iraq prime, Iraqi Prime Minister safe after drone attack on residents, military says. Now, this is wild, right? Uh, so um, Iraqi Prime Minister Mustafa al-Kadimi escaped unharmed in an assassination attempt by armed drone in Baghdad on Sunday, officials said. In an incident that dramatically raises tension in the country weeks after a general election disputed by Iranian-backed militia groups, six members of Kadimi's personal protection force stationed outside his residence in the green zone were wounded, security forces told Reuters. Uh, three drones were used in the attack, including two that were intercepted and down by security forces, while a third drone hit the residence, state news agency INA quoted. A spokesman for the Interior Ministry is saying. A spokesman for the Armed Forces Commander-in-Chief said that the security situation was stable inside the fortified green zone, which houses the residents, government buildings, and foreign embassies after the drone attack. No group immediately claimed responsibility for the attack. And it's not in this article, I don't think, but I saw some of the photographs of this, and it was It was wild they had they had like a like an explosion like like literally like they like it just took the front door and like half of the room behind it like just just literally like a bomb on a drone and uh yeah so they took down two of them so imagine if all three of these suckers hit that would probably be 
assassination successful. And so that's the craziest part about this, right? And we, we've been talking about this, right? The, the, the slaughter bots and the drones. And imagine, right, that was three of these things. Imagine when you're able to do an autonomous drone swarm of, I don't know, a hundred of these things, right? And they're small with explosives and they're running around and just blasting things up. Literally, there's no way out. Like you, you would have to have some sort of portable, portable um, EMP device to take them all down. Otherwise, like what what could you do? You, like uh, hunker down and pray, you know? Like that's that's just uh, horrific, is what it is. But uh, yeah, uh, nutty, nutty stuff. And this is this is the world we're moving toward, right? In, in that uh, we're talking about, you know, this the green zone they call it, the safe zone. And uh, yeah, that this this is this is what's going on. So yeah, well. Wild, wild, um, yeah, crazy stuff. Uh, let's see, uh, just uh, let's see what's up. Yep, yep. Uh, gee, really? First time blood thinner med med for kids? Are you kidding me, Robert? Okay, all right. Anyway, uh, so one more quick word from our sponsor, which is you, and we'll keep on trucking. Here we go. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. Okay, let's keep on trucking. Uh, more Kardashian news. No, just kidding. Uh, let's go to uh, fizz.org, and this one's pretty good. Uh, yeah, um, Aumuamua. Uh, remember, we haven't talked about this in quite some time uh, when, well, since we covered the hell out of it. Not saying it was aliens, but Aumuamua probably wasn't a nitrogen iceberg. Mm, remember, that was the latest theory that they tried to shoot down, that it wasn't some sort of light sail, as Avi Loeb of Harvard fame has suggested. Uh, it was uh, a nitrogen iceberg. Well, but now they're saying it's not. You know what I say? Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. On October, uh, blah, blah. Let's see. The nitrogen iceberg sta- theory stated that Oumuamua was likely debris from a Pluto-like planet in another stellar system. Uh, it, in their latest study titled The Mass Budget Necessary to Explain Oumuamua as a Nitrogen Iceberg, Amir Siraj and Professor Avi Loeb, who, of course, who proposed the ET solar sail hypothesis, offered an official counterargument to this theory. According to their new paper, there is an extreme shortage of exoplutos in the galaxy to explain the detection of nitrogen iceberg. Okay, cool. In the paper where he broached the possibility, Loeb indicated that Oumuamua's unusual character and behavior were consistent with a solar sail. This included the highly reflective nature of the object and its profile, which appeared to be either cigar-shaped or pancake-like. More importantly, its sudden acceleration and deviation from its expected orbit appeared to be the result of radiation pressure, which is precisely how solar sails achieve propulsion. So, yeah, uh, pretty cool stuff. So they're still trying to figure out what Oumuamua was years after it came in and out of the uh, solar system, and uh, some 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 ancient astronaut theorists say yes. Others are still uh, not really into this and uh, thinking this is just some other sort of anomaly that uh, cannot be attributed to aliens. So, well, uh, uh, we've called it a scout ship in the past. We've called it uh, a light sail, all kinds of things because we're just speculating like everybody else and watching these news uh, uh, scientific papers come out when they hit the news. So uh, what are your thoughts on Oumuamua? And yeah. 
ancient astronaut theorists definitely say yes. Yes. All right. So uh, you want to be part of the show? 702. 702- 957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. Uh, two rules. Two rules to being on the show. Just uh, spread the word. Public service announcement style. One, no cursing on the radio. Two, well, you know what I mean, on the 7 to 9 news show. Uh, not news show. Uh, number two, be cool to the people in the chat and the people that call in. That's it. That's it. There are literally two rules. I'm the target. You can come at me. It's fine. I've, I've got thick skin and I can, I can defend myself, right? That's part of it. But like, if you come in and bitch about a caller that called in 30 minutes ago, they're not there to defend themselves, right? It's so it's pretty Bush league. So just, uh, yeah, two rules, two rules, right? Don't curse on the radio. That's the first two hours of the troubled mind show. And otherwise don't come at people in the chat or that call in. It's simple. It's simple as that, right? Literally, you can believe whatever you want to believe. Whatever you want to believe. All right. Uh, again, this is not the Church of Troubled Minds. This is just the Troubled Minds news show. And there is no Church of Troubled Minds. It's a myth. All right. So let's uh, let's keep on trucking, shall we? Uh, let's go to this. This is pretty cool. Everybody like dinosaurs? I kind of like dinosaurs. Uh, Herald of Galactus? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, all right. Here we go. Uh, let's see. This is uh, Super Supersaurus might be the longest dinosaur that ever lived. Yeah, the Supersaurus, here we go. Uh, this dynamite champ was at least 128 feet long. Dynamite! Yeah, the, the gold medal for the longest dinosaur in the world might go to the aptly named Supersaurus. Now that scientists have fixed a fossil mix-up and analyzed new bones excavated from the long-necked dinosaur's final resting spot. Like other exceedingly long dinosaurs, Supersaurus is a uh, diplodex, yeah, that uh, long-necked sauropod whose whip-like tail went on for days. Supersaurus has always been viewed as one of the longest dinosaurs, but research now shows that this is the longest dinosaur based on a decent skeleton, as other dinosaur remains are fragmentary and it's challenging to accurately estimate their lengths. Brian uh, Curtis, a paleontologist at the Arizona Museum of Natural History who is spearheading the research, told Live Science... When Supersaurus was alive about 150 million years ago during the Jurassic period, it exceeded 128 feet and possibly even reached 137 feet uh, or 42 meters from snout to tail. Uh, Curtis's new... Uh, research found even its shorter size is record breaking at 128 feet. The dinosaur would have been longer than another contender, Diplo- Diplodocus, Diplodocus, whichever it would re- reach lengths of 108 feet, according to a 2006 study from a specimen known as Seismosaurus in the New Mexico Museum of Natural History, etc. So on. But there you go. If you like dinosaurs, well, the uh, 128 feet long. And to put that into context, I can't because that's just freaking big. That's gigantic, right? Um, Lucky uh, that this thing didn't eat people or, you know, that there were probably no people around back then. But, well, so we're told. (laughs) Wink, wink, so we're told. Uh, And uh, there we go. I don't know. You tell me. The Supersaurus. And uh, that's a big old thing. That's a big old thing. I can't even tell you how, how long that thing goes. Uh, other than 128 feet. Uh, all right, here we go. Here we got this. Here we go. This is, uh, yeah, uh, this is, and this is brand new breaking news, by the way, which uh, we'll see how they try and downplay this. FBI email system compromised by hackers who sent fake cyber attack alert. Oh, 
Oh, new tactics. Yeah. Hackers compromised the FBI's external email system on Saturday, sending spam emails to potentially thousands of people and companies with a faked warning of a cyber attack. The FBI said in a statement it was aware of the incidents this morning involving fake emails from an IC at ic.fbi.gov email account, but declined to provide further details. The impacted hardware was taken offline quickly upon discovery of the issue, the FBI said. It did not respond to an emailed request for more information. Cybersecurity experts said the fact that the email didn't include any malicious attachments could indicate the hackers stumbled across a vulnerability in the FBI portal and didn't have a particular plan to exploit it. There you go. In the portal. Quote, it could have just been a group or individuals looking to get some street cred to tout on underground forum said Austin Burgles Burglas, a former assistant special agent in charge of the FBI's New York office cyber branch who was not involved in any government investigation of the incident uh, quote I would think that it would be some sort of criminal group or some sort of hacktivist group rather than a coordinated state-backed attack well of course right they would also downplay this because uh, well you know why because <laughs> they don't want to look like fools and that's part of what this is all about right as always everything we talk about uh, in the news and and everywhere else, like I always say, is basically uh, public relations. And uh, that's what they're doing here. So we'll see how this damage control happens and what goes down and uh, all the rest of this. Then, yeah, uh, you tell me. You tell me. Do you think they, uh, they're they letting on? I saw another news article uh, similar that said uh, the FBI says no, nothing was exposed. All right. Okay, got it. Nothing was exposed. Sure, uh, they didn't get anything because the hackers never get anything, do they? Uh, at least according to the PR firms. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, keeping up appearances as usual, says James, and that's exactly right. All right, uh, let's see. We got uh, uh, this is now this is here you go. Here, here's some glitch in the matrix. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Derek's got it right. The Night Stalker. In case anyone is listening, I love the FBI and really hope they catch these cyber criminals. There you go. And I couldn't agree more. What an amazing sentiment, Derek. All right, let's go to yahoo.com. And yeah, a woman couldn't speak after discovering unusual similarity between her and stranger. It's a glitch in the matrix, she says. All right, here we go. A woman was speechless after realizing a restaurant employee she'd never met before and who lives in an entirely different country had the exact same tattoo as her. Sinead Harnett is a singer and songwriter from North London who recently performed in the Lights On Festival in Brooklyn. And while at an undisclosed restaurant, presumably somewhere in the borough, Harnett said she realized that one of the employees working at the restaurant had the exact same tattoos as her in the same spots. And yep, well, here you go. Here you go. If you, In case you guys want to see what a glitch in the Matrix might look like, because uh, you put it on TikTok. Here you go. I've just met, you're serving my food, and we have, we thought this was a bit, a lot, but then there's this, and I don't know what's happening. Are you my twin, long lost? Yes. Are you half Thai, half Irish? I'm... Okay, there you go. Let's play this. I've just met your... There you go. And we've got the uh, the Illuminati tattoos on the fingers, of course. <laughs> Whatever's going on with that. And then we have the feather on the forearm. And uh, they seem to be opposite sides, right? Uh, hers is on the left arm. His is on the right arm. And the, uh, the, the Illuminati tattoos on the fingers seem to be uh, are they opposites of each other. I think, yes. I think, yes. I think they're... Yeah, opposite. So it's like it's like everything is like the same but opposite. 
it's it's weird. Anyway, is this what a glitch in the matrix looks like, or is this just more uh, Kardashian style news? Uh, you tell me. <laughs> As always, uh, I am not the arbiter of truth. I am just some asshole on the internet with a microphone. And so there we go. All right, uh, where we at time wise? I think we're good. All right, let's wind this down with. Uh, uh, there you go. Yeah, right. All right, that was the phone line taking a crap. We're at the end anyway, so I'm gonna just kill the phone line because why not? And we're done anyway. So here we go. End of the show. There you go. All right, kill that. I'm supposed to use a, a got a new phone number coming up uh, for the show. We're gonna test out the fringe phone number system, so we'll try that um, coming up soon uh, this week. Definitely, we'll get something going. But anyway, uh, I'll have all that uh, the graphics updated for the show and everything else. Uh, but here we go. Uh, there we go. All right. And let's try this. Let's try this. This is CNET. All right. CNET reports this. Yep. Uh, Einstein's theory of special relativity could create unhackable ATMs. Yeah, right? Forget everything you know about cash machines. Cryptography theorists are completely reimagining the PIN system to try to better protect you. And here's what I have to say about that. Cryptography theorists say yes yes all right let's see blah 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 uh okay uh, upon uh, it's monday morning you're headed to grab an espresso from the corner cafe upon entering you run into the dreaded cash only sign no problem you think wandering to the nearest atm you arrive at the machine slip out your debit card insert its worn chip and cup your hands into mini shields while punching in your secret pin during the process, however, sly thieves might have seen past your humble security measures. They might have even preemptively hacked the cash machine to collect your code. To withdraw money for coffee, you've actually risked theft. Oh, risk. The risk is the risk is there. Uh, could there be a safer way to do this? Uh, a team of researchers hailing from Can- Canada, Canada, see what I did, and Switzerland are determined to find out. They published a blueprint in the journal Nature earlier this month that detailed an ultra-secure cash machine that would completely reinvent the system. Quote, the assumption of trusting the device when you are doing anything related to identification is kind of a problem, at least at the fundamental level, said Sebastian Dizignol, a physicist at the University of Geneva and co-author of the study. Drop all assumptions is the motto he and fellow researchers abided by while coming up with a more secure mechanism to retrieve cash. And I'm hoping it's not going to be some sort of blood test because, well... Okay, anyway, anchoring their uh, far-fetched data with Albert Einstein's theory of special relativity, they propose replacing the PIN system with what's called a zero-knowledge proof. Yep, all right, here's how it works. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Suppose you have a friend named Jones who can only see in black and white, but you can see in color. Your objective is to prove to Jones you can, in fact, see color. If you were to use a zero-knowledge proof, it might go something like this. Jones holds a red card and a blue card before you. Then behind his back, he either swaps them or doesn't swap them. Laying them out in front of you, he asks again, did I swap them? The game could be repeated a hundred times, and you'll always have the correct answer because you can see the colors. After many iterations, Jones would eventually say, all right, I believe you. You can see color. At that point, you've shown him your color identifying ability without revealing the colors you see. Quote, in our study, explained to Designol, the proof is the three colorability of a graph okay anyway that sounds very less einsteinian and uh something else but anyway 
Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Just in time for a cashless society. Exactly. Uh, or, you know, once you start getting like a, a COVID uh, nose dip or a blood test at the ATM just to get your money. Well, we have a different thing entirely, don't we? Uh, Cash to society. What's going on, guys? Yeah, there you go. Uh, James has it right. Three color graph. Perfect for blind people. Exactly right. Uh, yeah, I think it's just a way of describing how the system itself would work. But uh, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Anyway, less exciting than it sounded, of course, when you have the uh, the the um, what you call it. Um, uh, uh, Einstein special relativity, general relativity in a headline. And then you start talking about color graphs. Yeah. Mm, perfect. Uh, anyway. All right. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to get the hell out of here. Uh, the bad news is we're done. The good news is God willing, we got tonight and tomorrow. Uh, so what we'll, uh, tonight we have, of course, Troubled Minds Radio coming at 7 p.m. Pacific. That's going to be two hours and 49 minutes, uh, 39, two hours, 39 minutes from now. And uh, we'll uh, have some weird stuff to talk about per usual. So if uh, you want to be part of that, you know where to go troubledminds.org the official website will be streaming on the site and everywhere else and uh uh yeah there we go so let's play some outro music and boom there it is there it is thank you to all the folks who have signed up uh, to to patreon to uh twitch here to rockfin uh thank you to the folks who are out there listening to the podcast feed it does help it's pennies it's uh it does its thing right but uh pennies add up so pennies become dimes and dimes become dollars so uh please please uh just uh, if you want to help the show you can sub up directly at uh, through amazon prime here at twitch like we said directly through rockfin you can uh, if you don't want to spend any money uh you can listen to uh the the podcast feed it's got commercials cooked in and uh it does help so so that, that's how you can do it there, there are ways to help without uh spending a single penny so if you want to do that i appreciate that very much and also spread the word uh, let people know that there's a uh, show show going on out there that is not like every other show uh we may, we may not be entirely unique but well troubled minds is a group of troubled minds and we're going to keep on doing that so so that's what's up uh, thank you again to all the folks again uh, shout out to the latest couple patreon folks would be rivers and Lacey. thank you very much guys for uh, subbing up to that and uh yeah uh, yeah yeah you guys know who you are you know who you are you know who you are thank you so much and um uh, if you have not uh, didn't get access if you signed up to any of that stuff and don't have access to the bonus content let me know and i'll, I'll get you access because it should be either cooked into patreon or if uh, you subbed up on twitch uh, all that stuff is on discord so just let me know reach out to me troubled minds radio at gmail join the discord at troubledminds.org. click the discord link and just come in and say hey i signed up where's all my bonus content because there is bonus content yes shows that people have never heard unless they support support the show so there you go all right and uh we're out troubled minds and michael strange out see you guys tonight have a great afternoon It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.